You're so. on Sin 90.7 with uh, Jack, Josh, and Nathan. Woohoo! I'm Jack. And uh, <laughs> it's actually uh, time for our interview of our local feature album, yes. Under the Weather, Candy, who is Callum. Hello, how are you? Hello. Yeah, good. I'm, I'm, I'm well. I'm a, bit, I'm a bit hungover. I'm feeling a little bit dusty, but I'm here. I'm ready. He's I'm excited to meet it. everybody. Yeah. He thanked us before uh, this interview got him out of bed. So yes, it did. Yeah. Motivation for the day. But we're here to celebrate this awesome new album that you just put out. So big congratulations first up. And Thanks. How does it feel to be finally up there and everything's ready to go? Oh, it's so nice. It's yeah. like really nice. I've been sitting on it for like a year and a half. Just because I, don't know, I got to a point where I was like, I wanted to do it a little bit, a little bit more professionally if that like without it like it's still an independent thing but yeah. it's nice sort of going like you know actually playing shows and you know going to the effort of doing it so at the point you know now mm. some people actually like oh I actually want to listen to this thing rather than yeah. it being like something you're assuming people might one day stumble across you know what I mean like mm. it's so easy just like it's like the commercial build up like, it's like, yeah, it's just like yeah. yeah and it's like I always thought it was I can't swear can I I always thought it was <laughs> silly <laughs> um, but I was, I've sort of come around the idea that like yeah, playing shows is probably one of, one of the best ways of just getting your name out there for people to try and find you. Because I was always under the ethos of like, hey, you put it on Bandcamp, mm. you don't need to show your face, like, you don't need to yeah. have this like the music image. For the music like, should speak for itself. Yeah. And for some artists, like 100%, yes, that can work yeah. out. Like I remember buying that Beach Fossils record, the first one, just mm. like in a record store and like, you know, didn't know what they looked like or anything and just the music mm. itself was like, incredible yeah. but I don't think I'm that good so I think I need to like uh, self-promote well I can't wait for someone to be like stumble across a candy record in the record store and be like yeah this is my beach I imagine it's like I oh. can't wait if it ever happens tell me I'd love to know <laughs> Instagram like Snapchat shout out so, but like I remember seeing you at like the cherry bar at the beginning of the year like you opened for Ivy League when you were oh, by yourself that? yeah when you were by yourself like, opening yeah. for them. so I'm like it's so crazy that like, it's like it's built up to this moment right here so I'm like so happy to be for you to be here well, that's it, funny. That's cool. Yeah. That's funny you saw that. Yeah, because yeah, in case you wouldn't know, I used to do it with like a like a little synth and just like me playing soul, like karaoke, yeah. uh-huh. like trying to copy like Fuzz Sucker and Spike. I can't say the last name, but <laughs> them who are really good. Was that you know that kind of karaoke vibe? Yeah, you, you yeah. It. We had the attitude with like the, the poses and everything. I was like, this is the best <laughs> oh, yeah. thing I've seen. I'm like, I love it so much. But um, I just want to go like and ask a question. Obviously, like you had this build up towards this album you've just released. Um, like, what's like the how did it all come together and what's like the process of it? Like, like how you started and where it's at now. Uh, is it like this album or like yeah, just this the project? Album, yeah. Oh, this album. This album yeah. Um, yeah. So pretty much, I was like, I was in album on the sniffers for yeah. a bit. I recorded those EPs and like played bass for a year and then I, we sort of got to a point where I'd, I don't know me and Declan just weren't really getting along mm-hmm. so I kind of thought I'm going to get out of this and I was like cool or good and then I swear to god in like two weeks time they just like got signed to Flightless playing with Foo Fighters got huge incredible but it's very hard not to be bitter it's very yeah. hard not to be like ooh I should have you know gut puncher, like, yeah. you know, oh, and like Weezer was playing as well and I love Weezer yeah. and I was like oh just to get the free ticket I should have hung around for <laughs> an extra an extra just month or two <laughs> yeah but then so that kind of happened and then Around that as well was kind of like, oh, we'd already just like agreed to like, let's move out of the house we were in because we were living in St Kilda. Yeah. And I just assumed I'd get a house. You know what I mean? I just had this assumption of like, oh, you know, I had like, you know, three, four places of rental history and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it got to a point where like, we were moving out and I didn't have a place to go. Fortunately, oh. like I, you know, I was like quotation marks homeless quotation end mm-hmm. or whatever. But like, yeah. my girlfriend lives, like lives in an apartment around here, actually, like just like down the road. Apartment in the city. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and like, fortunately, and like, incredibly, she was very kind and was like, you know, obviously you're welcome to stay here for like indefinitely. Mm. But it's always just kind of, I don't know if you've ever been in that position, but it's really, it's great, but it's also 
or awful when mm. like you're just imposing on someone like that, yeah. especially when you're in a relationship. Because like there shouldn't be that like imbalance. Yeah, yeah, it makes it a bit hard. Yeah. So that kind of happened, and then I I had no money. I'd been kicked off Centrelink. I just finished uni, uh, and it was just a really weird transition. Mm. Like I didn't it didn't really hit me at the time. It's so only kind of thinking back to it now that I'm like, oh, that was bad. Like, yeah. That was a yeah. that wasn't a fun a fun experience, but. But it came through in the music. Oh, I got a good album. Yeah. If that's, like, if that's the one positive, like, hey, I'll do it again if I need to, yeah. to get an, yeah. a good piece of work. Right, so the Ash just kind of vibe. Yeah, like, yeah, it was. And, like, then I kind of got I got a job and that kind of stuff. And, like, this was kind of at the end of the album. But it was, like, you know, pushing trolleys. And it's not the most um, lavish kind of experience. But it's yeah. pays the bills, which at the end of the day is what I need. Well, staying alive. Like, yeah, and I've, I've come to, like, actually quite enjoy it and figure out, you know, how, it, how to do what I'm doing at the moment. And... Fortunately, I can take days off work fairly easily, so I'm kind of in a good spot now, which is really nice. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of, yeah, that kind of three, four months, I kind of just, throughout that process, was like writing songs, and then kind of, at the end of it, sort of, lyrically, everything kind of just came together, and all seemed to be around. It's like a polaroid of those three, four months of, like, you know, rough time. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, most well, sorry, it would have been like two months tops, maybe yeah. one. It wasn't that long, I don't think. It was oh. long enough, it felt long. But I think, yeah, about a month and a half or something it's, like that. Yeah, it's because you always, like, you kind of capture, capture yourself in that moment where you're, like, you express it in your music and just go Yeah, and, and so always, like, you know, those things kind of happen and then, like, it just has a little, like, like a catalyst and then kind of mm. catches flames and, like, that kind of just gives you all this sort of material to kind of work around. 100%. Do you have a favourite song in particular from the album? Um, I like The Mall. The Mall. <laughs> Without being, like, <laughs> I love my music, I more just mean, like, I think they're all... That was one thing I wanted to do. I wanted to make an album that I wasn't trying to put fillers in. Yeah, yeah. like for me personally, I, yeah. I wanted to make. Sure, I wanted to be like every song has a place, mm. and I like them all. I think they all kind of do different things. Like I think Apartment of the City is like kind of a nice lovey song, and I reckon nothing yeah. else is kind of lovey on the album. I like how No Sleep Lullaby is quite like, I don't know, atmospheric. Yeah, it kind of fills up so much space with it. Like it kind of like especially with the vocals too. Like they just kind of like damn yeah, it down. like yeah, have that it's wave circle. Trying to be it. captured tracks. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like it just it, like it's trying to be that like you know weird like kind of you know cheap sounding drum sounds mm. and like big reverb snares and Definitely. washed out vocals 100% yeah speaking of all those rever- reverb snares and washed out vocals there seems to be a really strong 80s influence in your music especially in um, Get Healthy at the end I thought oh yeah yeah um, what do you love about that sort of music and how does it inspire you I reckon I prefer the like revivalist 80s stuff you know like I, I love Black Marble you know like I, that was just me trying to do that that and destroy my body was real, just like loving black marble, nice. and it doesn't sound like it at all. But it's still it's as close as I could get. Um, but then I, I was listening to a bit of the Cure for a yeah, bit, yeah. and I thought that was really fun, and I thought that was really interesting. And like a lot of like I do a lot of production stuff. Like yeah. I, like my I don't really know if I'm a songwriter so much as I just like producing music and I like making sounds. Um, so usually all the stuff like you know. Like, Apartment of the City was, like, I was listening to a Cure song. I was like, I just want to make a song that sounds like The Cure. Like, I just, like, yeah. I love that sound. And so, you know, I put some chorus and a bass and did that. And I don't think it does sound like The Cure, unfortunately. I don't think it's up to par. But it's <laughs> it's fun. And it's, it's I just love that process. So, yeah. like, I think taking those sort of sounds and trying to just recreate them. Because I think no matter what, like, I think art comes from reappropriating things. Yeah, definitely. It just, like, just sort of happens. It's hard not to, like, see something and filter it to your own things. And then that kind of gives you a piece of work. Yeah, inspiration. It's like, you, know, you just find that way to kind of move away and like kind of make your own thing out yeah. of something you've heard and just be inspired by it. So, so I, I rip things off. I'm a complete fraud. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an awful person. Inspiration's a need. <laughs> um, you've described it as a sad album and hoped your parents wouldn't listen to it. Have yeah, they? Yeah, I don't think so. I didn't. I haven't sent it to them. Oh, I think I might have sent it to my dad like when it was first done. Yeah. 
But he's really like I uh, I love my, I, I love my parents. <laughs> there you go. I love you, mum. I love you, dad. Yeah. Um, I doubt you're listening because you just probably aren't. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to remember what he said. I think he was like, "Oh, it was good," but like I think he was. He said something about like I think it was before I did any. I didn't fix anything up on it, and he was like, "Oh, there's some things you do in this album that you've done before." Like yeah. similar things because you know, one thing I really love about my dad is like he actually gives proper critiques. He doesn't just go like, yeah. "Thumbs yeah. up, there you go, champ, yeah. good, yeah. good effort." He's like, "Oh, you know, oh, you are sort of, you know, doing similar stuff." But then he's like, "Oh, but is this meant to be an album that's like kind of, you know, is it meant to be the first album now, and the other one's kind of meant to be snapshots of what you were trying to do?" Yeah, which I think is like now kind of what the whole PR side of things has tried to emulate. That like those other things weren't albums; they were mixtapes. Which I don't know if that's true or not. Kind of gives but you I'll like, take it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it. Gives your work like multi-dimensional and kind of gives like that dimension. Like yeah, like it's like a build up towards where we are. Now. Yeah, so, and I like, think yeah. like the production stepped up a bit just mm. on my end. And yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So like you do everything yourself. Like you produce everything like at home and like with your like Logic Pro and everything. So, yeah, like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. It's all just like Logic and nice. um, yeah. Most of it's like DI guitars. And oh, sick. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. I was actually wondering that because like it sounds so like strikingly crazy when I like, especially with like the lead guitar parts. I'm, you reckon? Like, that's yeah. nice. Cool. I'm like, I was just like, oh, it's like it's, when you played it live, I'm like, where is this coming from? Like, I don't know how. And then like I hear the record, I'm like, oh my goodness, this like it just has that fluent vibe about it. So like, I don't know. So like, so Logic Pro, like, it's right to give like a key rundown. Oh, maybe? dude, like, I'd, yeah. I'd love to. Oh my god, <laughs> I never get to talk about this. Yeah, dude, it's just like a focus right to input. Yeah. Um, which are quite cheap if you're looking to get one, and they do the job. Uh, yeah, Logic Pro, I just like DI, guitars, yeah. bass. Usually I've been using just like a 57 SM, oh, sure, 57 for vocals. Uh, yeah. But I just like put my thumb over the capsule to try and stop the, well, because we have little pop filters on these mics. Uh, I don't have one. So I use just that. So it stops for the P sounds. Yeah, like, yeah, and then I just compress the... I compress it a lot. <laughs> um, I've been using this plugin called like, uh, just like a devil lock. Yep. You guys know Steve Schramm? No. Okay, so I went, this is dope. I got to go like sit in with Paul Kelly recording his new album. Oh, wow. Just like, I hit up this bloke called Steve Schramm, who's an amazing producer. We're like Tiny Little Houses. Yeah. Um, San Francisco. Love it. Uh, Paul Kelly, obviously. Yes. But anyway, I just like, kind of hit up and was like, you're great. Like, can I <laughs> can I just like watch what you do? So unfortunately, I didn't, I did nothing at all. I just like sat down and took notes. Just watching all. Like, yeah. yeah, but at the end, like after like two days, it was like really nice. It was kind of like, you know, is there anything you kind of want to know or like, you know, whatever. We just had a quick chat and one of the, like, one of the only things he was kind of like, oh, do this. It was like, get a Sansan pedal, which I have. Nice. Don't know how to use it. Yeah, doesn't work for me. <laughs> I do, I, yeah, I don't know how he does it. And he was also like, yeah, get this plug in, just like a devil lock. Cool. Which is like 70 bucks. Mm. Sound toys, I think is who make it. Yeah. I just use that for vocals. Nice. I think I think a lot of people use it for like drums and shit, but it just um, gives you a lot of... Like extra punch. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even use it for this album. I've been getting it recently, but I still love it. It's really? really nah, yeah. I just I think I use like an exciter, but uh, I don't know if that's too geek, if that's too kind of lame talking about plugins. <laughs> but it's a dope. No, because like, a big well, fan. It, well, cause it's like it's such a big thing, and like especially in your music, especially the singles that kind of led up to it. Like for example, like Validation, one of my favorite songs from your album, and just one of my favorite singles. It's like um, that part where it's like always looking for, always looking for. It's like it's so punchy and like just comes out. So. Oh, I, I, a lot of yeah. like a lot of uh, double tracking. Like that, oh, it's so much double tracking. Oh, that's so great. Oh, so if you're yeah. recording, yeah, I can just put your voice down like four or five times and just like <laughs> compress it and just see what happens. <laughs> yeah. And I love that kind of stuff. Oh, that's awesome. So um, you've recently acquired a new band. 
uh, how like what's the relationship with, with them and what's it like performing with them? Are oh, the bandy, the, yeah, the yeah. Bandy. Yes. So the bandy Shout at the moment. Shout cool, out! I love yeah. the bandy. It's yeah. uh, wholesome vibes. Sam, yeah. Maddie, and Dan. Dan has a project called Jarry. If you guys know Jarro, yeah. who who's really good. That's his thing. Maddie's in soft corporate, but also really good. Sam's in house deposit, which they're very new and they are sick. Worth sussing out. Yeah. Um, they're all lovely, and I, I just sort of hit them up um, without really knowing any of them, and I don't yeah. think they knew each other all that well either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of like, can we just have a gig and give it a go? And we've and just been playing together since. Yeah, it's been great. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Well, we're going to play two of your songs, Destroy My Body and Thankful. Um, is one of you quickly just give us a rundown of like those two songs and like the, I guess, what's behind it and yeah, like, the story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Destroy My Body and Thankful. Uh, yeah. Destroy My Body is about destroying my body. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if that helps. Uh, I, I think it's about how, like, you know, sometimes you want to have a big night out. Sometimes yep. you want to go to Crown and lose $150 and feel bad. <laughs> sometimes that happens. And sometimes it's good. And sometimes you stay in bed all day and then you have a radio interview that day. Cool. So, so you have a reason to get out of bed. Motivation. And then you feel thankful. Yeah, uh, yeah and thankful is just about like... Um, uh, how do I describe it? Like pe- like people that are like in your life that are in like the peripheries of your life mm-hmm. that you kind of just have to deal with. Yeah. That like, you know, they're, they're, friend- they're not necessarily friends or acquaintances. Like tolerate, but you like just got to tolerate them. And, like, yeah. and it's sometimes hard to like accept that they're going to be in your life and they're there and they're present. Oh. But you should be thankful for them because, you know, they're there, they're people, they deserve that. Yeah, well, I was going to say, because, like, it just kind of, like, when I was listening to that song, kind of gives that, that wind down, like, okay, I can find, like, it's okay to be sappy that day. And, like, yeah, be... I'd, I'd like to hope that it comes across that <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't come across too, like, mean. No, I hope it doesn't come across too mean. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming in today, Callum. It's been an awesome time and awesome chat. But, um, yeah, if you, uh, go check out Candy's new album, Under the Weather, and we're going to play these two songs, Destroy My Body and Thankful. We're absolutely thankful for you today. So, hey, thanks yeah. so much for having me in. I was, <laughs> yeah. uh, was lovely to have a chat. It means a lot. Oh. Hope you guys have a good yeah. g- good night. Yeah, thanks so much too. for coming, Callum. This is uh, Destroy My Body by Candy. Uh, we're in scene 90.7 with Jack, um, Josh, and Nathan. So. And it's a local feature album. Yes. Enjoy. Enjoy.